The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. As a special thanks to all of our patrons, we are giving away one item from the Professional Casual Network store at teespring.com slash stores slash professional casual. All you have to do to enter is be a patron. That can be as little as a dollar a month. And every month we will give away an item of your choice from the store. Follow us at patreon.com slash professional casual. Spooky episode 13. And I know what that means now. (laughs) At the very end of last session, both JB and Danny were like, I don't know what 13 means in Warhammer. What is it, Alex? Oh man, it's the uh, it's the the Skaven number. Yeah, it is uh, like the number of seats they have on the on their legislative body. The Council of Thirteen. Yeah, Council of Thirteen. I was trying to like you know formal it up a little bit slash cover <laughs> for my uh, rusty lore. I was gonna say because what army did you play in Warhammer, Alex? Oh, I played Skaven nonstop. I can't even tell you how many people have been shot by my warped lightning cannon. <laughs> I mean, not that many because it usually just exploded. Well, I mean, like you got to count your own army when you're adding up the body count for a warped lightning cannon. It's the Skaven way. I was going to say that's totally the Skaven mentality. I am ashamed that I did not know the significance of the number 13 because in the short time that I dabbled in the tabletop game, I also played Skaven. It's true. So all the chaos gods have a number, right? Mm -hmm. And Skaven, who else has numbers? Sigmar's number one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the gods of order don't really have like a sacred number. Because for the chaos gods, Slaanesh is six, Nurgle's seven, Korn is eight, Zinch is nine, and then Skaven are 13. I, if you had asked me before you revealed that information, I would have told you that Slaanesh is 69. (laughs) Nice. I mean, yeah, can be. <laughs> they like that too. True, true. Three is also a number for Nurgle because it has like the three-headed fly. Oh, three and seven. So they like any multiples of three or and or seven. So yeah, the the numbers are kind of taken up. The gods of order don't really care about that. They're not into numerology, I guess. Gotcha. No way. Sigmar's number one. Ulrich has the twin-tailed comet, so they're number two. The twin-tailed comet, Sigmar. Never mind. Cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) I was so like, "Mm, I know. Mm." Never mind. You're on the right track. Whatever. Orcs are number one because they both start with the same letter and have the same number of letters and the not the same amount of vowels. Right. What? But orcs have two gods, so maybe their sacred number is two because it's Gork and Mork. One's brutal but cunning, the other's cunning but brutal. Yeah, so they can have one and two, <laughs> which equals three. So and then twelve because one and two. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sure. Cool. That's canon. I'm pretty certain. Yeah. So another news: we had just reached Bogenhofen. <laughs> we are in Bogenhofen, where the adventuring team will be attending a numerology convention. <laughs> <laughs> we do have two supernumerates in the party, so. Aren't Carl and Bruno both supernumerates? I know numbers. Interesting that you guys, yeah. like, you know numbers, but you can't read, you know? Yeah. One box, two box, three box, four. <laughs> you just got to know how I'm many a master of this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bruno has to know how to count money for all the passengers I mean, it, he used I, to have it, on coaches. It makes that sense. One time. It's just like, ugh, Jesus. <laughs> that one trip he made. Speaking of, we need to move this along because the longer we sit here and talk, the more I owe an interest to Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so last time we ended, it was about noon. You pass the walls into Bogenhofen, and it's uh, much bigger than Weisbrook, the last city you were at. Not nearly the size of Altdorf, of course. Uh, but Joseph tells you as you're entering that this is a big town, biggest city on the Bogen, which is why it's called Bogenhofen, and it home to about 10,000 people. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a big city, and it's surrounded by walls like pretty much every place is. So when you enter the city, you're going to sail past a uh, gate of some kind. There are big towers on either side of the river. Uh, you can see there are chains leading down into the water from the tower, so it looks like they could raise up kind of like a chain wall. Like fence? Yeah. Ooh. Yes, oh. I'm not sure. Maybe they have that. like shark pets down there that they don't want to swim away. Right. River sharks? Yeah. You don't want to let your river sharks loose. That's really dangerous. They're on river leashes. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In their little river play yards. <laughs> they just hop out of the water. Right. <laughs> what you guys are Why talking makes it seem like I don't know because I was picturing it like it's. Right. The old kind of dance face. I was like, is this a thing? I was waiting for GB to say something because it's a thing from Glass Cannon. Oh, oh. Talks mm. about sharks in the river, the GM, and they give him shit about it for like years. There's <laughs> river sharks. I know that the whole, the, all their, the, he's like, it's a fantasy world. There's dragons and shit. And you're giving me this much crap about river sharks. And they're like, yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. In the 90s, wasn't there like an article like every other week about like, ah, there was a shark found in the Hudson and then it was found later in, you know, Ohio or something. I mean, to be fair, the Hudson <laughs> is an estuary, not a river, but. Uh, oh, my God. OK, anyway, so we're that's in like a bird prison, right? What? That's an, an aviary. Oh, no, that's where bees live. God. <laughs> yeah, so you get you're in Bogenhofen. You can see the city on the east side of the river is much larger than the west side. Joseph tells you a little bit as you're. Uh, floating up to the docks that, that you're landing in what's called the Austin Dom. On the other side is the Weston Dom. We're not going to boat. We're not going to land uh, dock over there because it's like a quarter of the size on that side of the river. Uh, there's too many hills over there. So there's a little bit of a settlement, but it's pretty separate from the rest because there are no bridges across all the way. The river's too wide. You can take ferries to the other side if you need to, but they're going to Ferries dock. are big enough to carry us. <laughs> I bet you need more than one oh, to carry sense. an adult. Yeah. We All need right. like a fleet for Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Poor Bruno. Ferries are like coaches, but across the river. A water oh. coach. Are there water horses on that end of those chains to carry the water coaches? Like saw horses? Yeah. Yeah. What? Seahorses. No. I've never seen a seahorse, but I've I've saw a sawhorse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you dock. Oh God! Joseph tells you as you guys are as him and um, they're like both deckhands on the docks that help tie him up. You know things he's got to pay fees for. He tells you that all along the Austin Dam here, as far as you can see, are just it's just a single row of warehouses. There's like thirty. Wow! Uh, all along the bank here, and then beyond that is the town. Do we need to take out the uh, the wine? Yeah. Do we need to yeah. live or something to somewhere? No. They, there's the Steve Doers Guild would not 
be uh, very happy about that if I did their job for them. Here in Bogenhofen, I don't need help unloading. It was mostly just in Weisbrook, and, you know, your job was to help keep the thing safe. You did that the other day. It was great. Sweet. So we get paid now, right? Yeah, I can get you paid. I just got to get squared up with the Steve Doors here. Um, get, get things that scheduled. Why don't you take care of that guy you got in the brig, and then I'll I'll get you paid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's his nuts is in there? <laughs> yeah, don't forget your <laughs> captive. Adolphus or whatever. He's our friend. He's our I buddy. thought we threw him overboard, no? No, I don't uh, think so. We should have thrown him overboard. No, we are turning him into the fuzz. Yeah. 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 We stripped him down but, naked, right? No, he has <laughs> pants on. You left pants on him specifically. Oh, okay. And oiled them up. Yes. Oh, he's like slippery, so he pig. can't get away. Right. <laughs> can't get away if he's slippery? Yeah, Wait. he'll slip on stuff. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. We took his shoes off, and then we put oil on his feet. I rubbed it in, so that way if he tried to run away, he'd, he'd fall. I, I remember, remember that, that now. <laughs> well, listen to episode nine, then, or, you know, whatever. Twelve. Twelve, sure. <laughs> I don't. I can't numerate, ma'am. Yeah, you don't have supernumerate. All right, so let's get our stuff and get this guy. All right, so you collect up all your things? Yep. Who's going to go get Adolphus? I'll get him. All right. Mm. <laughs> what does that I, look for? I will get our prisoner. We need. We must keep him in secure hands. My, hand, my uh, hands aren't secure? Shots fired. They're very small. No, they're, they're not. No, they're not small. They're very large. They're just very thin. Right. Carl Carl is going to just like wrap his whole hand around Lucky's bicep (laughs) just to like demonstrate its size and then like is going to point at his own and flex. Your your hands are surprisingly cold. (laughs) I was really expecting to be warmed up by that and I was not at all. Carl, your strength is like 45, right? That's correct. Lucky, what's your strength? 31. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's like he's 50, got muscles. He's like fifty percent stronger than me. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're pretty close. <laughs> so, Carl, are you gonna go grab Adolphus? I'm gonna go get him and make sure that he is roped up. And Carl is very concerned about security given past encounters. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense. If I could offer you just the smallest bit of advice, um, every time something bad happens, it's because you don't have your boat hook on you. If you bring your boat hook with you today, chances are we will have a very eventless day. That uh, this is a great point. Yesterday things were a, a little dicey, and Carl's going to make sure to you know get his mail on and get the boat hook. This is this security duty, right? Yeah, you yeah. said you're getting your things. I assumed you're you're armoring up and what time getting all your do- weapons. What time of day do we get here? Noon. Yeah, it's noon. about noon. Did we all have coffee this morning? Sure. All right, cool. Did Mina, did you have coffee this morning? No. Well, just you fell asleep on the job last time and we got what? attacked because of it. So I just figured, you know, it uh, might be might be best for you to have a little <laughs> little coffee. That's all. Oof. Oof. So Carl, you go open up the storeroom there to grab Adolphus, but you immediately notice that he's laying in kind of an awkward position. Hmm. I'm going to look around the room before I like get involved with Adolphus because I don't trust him. So I want to see if there's like any evidence of another party getting involved here, like a perception or intuition. Yeah. Make a perception check. That is three degrees of success. Oh, you don't notice anything changed in the room, 
But Adolphus is like lying on his side and you see a little, there's like flecks of white something in front of his face. In back here. Now, uh, Carl is going to, with the end of the boat hook, try and uh, poke Adolphus to see if he's like engaged in some kind of ruse, trying to bait me into a vulnerable position. Did this out of a like pop a cyanide capsule or something? No, you poke him with a boat hook and he, he does his, like his body gets moved, but he doesn't respond in any way. Maybe it's just Alka-Seltzer. Maybe he had a sore tummy. Uh, everybody come in. Something is wrong. I'm calling the party in. All I don't right. want to deal with this alone. Let's check this out. All right. All right. What are you, what are you checking out? So you see, uh, you all see him lying there on his side. Okay. So like he's like rolled over almost onto his stomach. You can't see his face from this angle because this room is very small. His hands are still right. bound behind his back and his own manacles. Use the uh, the boat hook to maybe roll him over. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to give him a full push to flip him over onto his back. Yeah, like a claw game. All right. You roll him on his back and he kind of flops over and. He's got like white foam all around his mouth. And he looks pretty dead. What the heck, man? Definitely shouldn't have had that alcohol seltzer. Yeah, I I try to check his mouth, but y'all wouldn't let me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, Lucky, check yeah. out his mouth. <laughs> um, luckily, I've seen Bruno check many horses' mouths before, so I, you know, mimic, you know, how he does that. Do you have, does Animal anybody care? have the medicine skill? I forget. Nobody does, right? Nope. Of course not. No. <laughs> I have animal care, though. I failed by three degrees. Yeah, so you try to look in his mouth, but it's mostly just full of, like, white foam. Gross. I taste the foam. It's really, really bitter and tastes awful. It doesn't taste good. I don't think that this was Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> I don't think you should be eating that. I just tasted that. I didn't need it. Mina's going to go get Joseph and let him know okay. what's happening. Did you um, Yeah. Like just put it on your tongue and then spit it back out? I like put a little bit on my pinky and I rubbed it on my gums. Okay. I <laughs> should go get Joseph. Yeah. He's not there right now. Um, is anybody here? They all just Gilda and Voldar, Volmar and Gilda are still on the boat. Well, I'll get I'll get them. Okay, uh, they come and see it, and uh, Volmar just kind of shakes his head, and he was like, ah, "I mean, he's not going to bother you anymore, I guess." Can I check his teeth. They all there? Volmar's? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What?" Adolphus? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, his mouth's full of that white foam. You gotta... Well, yeah, just run my fingers along his teeth, man. Make an intelligence check. Okay. I failed by a many's. By two degrees. Alright, yeah, you feel a bunch of teeth in his mouth. Hmm. Are you trying to clear out the foam? Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's like a crab in there or something. Didn't we, like, take all of his stuff? Yeah. Is there anything in the storeroom that he could have ingested that would have made him die? Volmar can't think of anything that would have been in here to kill somebody. Goodness. Yeah, he either, like, was on some CIA, you know, poison in your tooth thing, or somebody Mm -hmm. got in here and poisoned him somehow. Which one of you poisoned this fella? I checked his teeth. They're all there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we are capable of solving this but 
I think that we should still report what we know and bring him to the authorities. Hmm. I mean, I don't know if I want to be associated with this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super into that. <laughs> he did tell you he was a bounty hunter. Oh, that's uh, true. So you would all know that in, in the Empire, like he basically he was like a, a licensed professional in a way. Yeah. If nothing else, this may shed some light on who is after us and maybe we can get some help. Volmar standing there. He kind of like rubs the back of his neck and he's like, well, I mean, if it were me, I would just tonight toss him in the river. Yeah, that was going to be my suggestion. And then he walks away like (laughs) he kind of like makes the motion like my hand. I'm washing my hands of this. I haven't had a good (laughs) night toss since my cousin died. I probably think that's probably the way to go. You saw that Volkmar told you to wash your hands too, right? Oh, did he? Yeah. I I mean, lucky this man, he tried to kill both of us. Try to wipe it off. (laughs) (laughs) We can't just move on and forget this. This will, this will certainly come back. You bring up a good point. So if he's like really an official, like bounty hunter guy or whatever, like if we bring him to the police, what if he's got like friends there and then we got, you know, more professionals after us. Right. Versus otherwise the trail kind of ends here, doesn't it? For people pursuing us. I didn't see pursuing anything. you specifically. Yeah. Maybe I should not be the one who turns him in. Lucky you are from the country. Nowhere. Maybe no one knows who you are. And so turning him in is fine. <laughs> Well, that may be or, true, but you, as you may recall, I am an official wizard now, so I am on many books. Well, what about you, Mina? You are you are a soldier. You are, aren't you in with the soldiery? Oh, Castor brings up a great point. I think Mina should probably do it because she's probably the closest official to an official that we have here officially. Well, um, I am not technically soldier yet. I um. I, uh, I have to report in Altdorf still, uh, to enlist officially. Uh, as of right now, I am still Stizdat Town Guard. Wait, uh, you, you know, we passed so Altdorf that, like a, a week no, ago, yeah, right? So um, you're the town guard? Of one Didn't of, you get in a big army war? The only how, town guard. <laughs> And isn't that how Leaf died or whatever? No, it, his name was Kurt. And oh, um, who's Leaf? Then? It, Why am I thinking Leaf? Was there a Leaf? No. No. <laughs> the, the leaf on the tree, and they fall in the autumn. No. Uh, all right. I thought there was a dude named Leaf. Um, Never mind. No. So Kurt, yes, uh, Stizdat was attacked, and our town militia had to fight, and he died. And so then I did not want to be in Stizdat anymore. So I decided that I would uh, become a soldier. And so I left for Altdorf, but I did not need to leave as soon as I did. But I wanted to leave because it's none of the business of you. (laughs) Well, from being in the militia, don't you have like a a badge or? Um, uh, No. Uh, no no see Stizdat is such small town everyone knows everyone and it's like oh it's Mina Fisher she's militia woman and um, so everyone know I was in militia so I did not need any official documents huh Mm -hmm. hmm 
Hmm. I mean, even I have official documents now. This all seems kind of fishery. Fishy? For sure. Well, she is from Seastot. Yeah. I mean, it's... I don't really know what that's supposed to imply, but. I mean, the hat. Seastot's fishery. Oh. It's true. Mina Fisher from Stistat is fishing. That's all they do. It's the worst. I think we are better off with this scoundrel being dead. And I say we'd throw him overboard and be done with it. Of course, Mina does. Just like you threw Rolf off the coach. <laughs> yeah. Why be oh, weighted wait, down? No, why be weighted down with a dead body and it will drag you to the bottom of the lake? We don't need the when, law after us now. You know, we can just boop. So they're gone. And then and then it feeds the fish and then the fish feed you and his whole cycle is beauty of life. I feel like I'm glad you brought up Rolf, uh creepy, <laughs> uh, you know, beheaded God figure. Cause beheaded. What's what's the word? Disembodied? Yeah, that one. <laughs> Is that a threat? I like no, 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 no. Just threat the G- threaten the GM? No, I th- you're write just, that down. You're <laughs> stop, no. <laughs> um, I feel like, you know, like Rolf, this guy probably had friends and family and people that would like to know that he's probably not around no more. And so if you so, are so inclined, then you can no, track no, him no. down. No, 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 let me finish, let me finish. We should pay a hobo to bring him in. <laughs> Rat catchers are always waking to make money, right? <laughs> that's, that's, actually, that's an idea you could do. Lucky? <laughs> I, I can't believe that I'm hearing this idea. What? Wait, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> Let's say it's a good thing overall. Net positive. All right. So let's go find a hobo. So you're going to leave him here for gonna just like grab this body and hoist it over his shoulder so that we can start carrying around a dead body. <laughs> oh, my God. No, we can. No, we can, we can definitely leave him here while we find this, this well, person. We don't want to bring a hobo back here. Then he'll know where we sleep. We don't want to be carrying a dead body around the streets of Bokenhofen. I mean, six, one, half a dozen of another, I guess. So, so do I carry him or drop him? I think you should carry him. Uh, you definitely should drop him. Mina? I mean, you can drop him in the Cross river. <laughs> okay. And then just unceremoniously flops this dead body onto the floor again. <laughs> all right. All right. I got an idea. Why don't we take one of these empty barrels and put them in the barrel and we can just roll the barrel around town until we find someone that's willing to take the barrel to the constabulary. That's actually a really good idea. Why Why do we not put it in barrel and then just take it and leave it at front door of constabulary? <laughs> Then how will we get any information? We can't just like go in the next day and be like, how about that body that was out in front of their station? That That's right. super suspicious. Well, wait, hold on. So if we get a hobo to do it, are we going to do the same thing and be like, hey, you hear about well, that, that hobo that brought in that guy? That the hobo will talk to the authorities and then afterwards will talk to us. Oh, they're no. going to think we're full of hobo baloney. <laughs> if the hobo talks to the authorities, they're definitely going to finger us. 
Oh, I don't want to get fingered. <laughs> Not, yeah, no. We definitely have to have a disguise. Yes, last time I was fingered was a terrible experience. Thank you, Lucky. You tried to get me arrested. <laughs> I apologize for fingering you already. I thought we came to an agreement that we were going to put the fingering behind us. <laughs> All I can picture right now is hot dogs hanging from the ceiling from strings and trying to eat them. Pretty good finger. All right. So the plan is we put the body into one of these empty casks. Yep. Then bring that cask with us while we search for a itinerant in town or a hobo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, what a good politically correct term. Vagabond. Because oh, vagabond's good. I feel like hobo is not very PC. And we pay this person to drop this cask off at the constabulary. Oh, is that how you say that? Constabulary? Constabulary. We'll just say it different every time. <laughs> Constellation. Constaberries. Constipation. <laughs> All right. Let's go get an indigilerant. <laughs> we got to get a barrel first. We have barrels right here. Don't we? You, there's oh, an empty God. barrel in the store. Is, sure. is anything printed on these barrels? Oh, like, that's a good idea too. Yeah. Yeah. Because are they marked? If we roll, if it's yeah. marked with like Joseph's Wine Company or whatever on the beer <laughs> belly. Oh yeah, let's yeah. get one that just says like XXX or whatever on it. There's probably one of those. I see those all the time. Uh there is an unlabeled barrel in here with a lid on it. Open it up. Wait, What's inside? It's empty. It's like two thirds full of potatoes. Dump them on the floor. <gasps> no, we could put them in a different barrel. Is there a different barrel that we could put these potatoes in? Yeah. All right. Or a series of sacks that we could put the potatoes in. Yeah, I think more right. likely you could find some sacks if there's another barrel and it would have something else in it. So <laughs> you could unload these potatoes from the barrel, put them into a couple of bags. Like I love that we're role playing, being courteous about like <laughs> getting the situation sorted out. That's why people listen we- to the show. <laughs> They're like, all those other podcasts just don't treat corpses like they should. <laughs> and they just dive right into the action. Whereas I want some real like weighted discussion about how to how to manage these potatoes. <laughs> You what don't do just do put them on the body. floor. But it's a dark room with no windows. Potatoes are fine on the floor in the dark. But then you got four but, potatoes. But yeah, well, yeah, all right. But no, that's fine. Yeah, let's let's put them in right. this other barrel and, uh, you know, roll right. them on out of here. All right, yeah. Okay, so you take potatoes out of the barrel, put them in a couple of bags, and then you try to stuff Adolphus into the barrel. Yeah. Yep. Stop it. Stop what? I know what you're going to say. You ever tried to put a body into a barrel? Oh, Have you seen God. how big a barrel is? Yeah, they're pretty big. Jeez. I mean, he's limp because he's dead, but. We could disassemble him first. <laughs> I mean, he he more or less that's, fits. That's grotesque, Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you did take his boots and stuff off, so. And we grease him up. up. <laughs> 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 um, because he's dead, you're able to, to fit him in there in a completely, you know, awkward not usually physically possible position. So he fits better in this barrel than Bruno fit through that window. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I definitely have the mental picture of Bruno, like sitting on top of the 
the barrel's top just to like squeeze him down into the barrel. Yeah, you got like, like, Yeah. Yep. Like like <laughs> a Yoshi a double jump where it's like right? The what? Yoshi double jump. Oh, a spring hop. Yeah. Where he like <laughs> ground pounds or whatever. Ground pound, yeah. Yeah. That's what he says. He says spring hop, I think. I think. All right. So okay. we take this barrel off the boat. Corpse barrel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so as you guys are um, <clears throat> rolling the barrel off the ship, Joseph comes back. He walks up to the boat with his crazy walk. And he was like, what do you got there? Where are you going? Oh, we got a body in here. Oh, a body of what? <laughs> the, the guy from, from in there. Oh, he was dead. Wait, what? You killed him? No, we didn't. I think he killed himself. He had a bunch of foam in his mouth. Oh, well, that's weird. All right, anyway, here you go. And he tosses a bag to each of you. How much is it? One of the things that gives me enough energy to go to the Sheep Festival is Built Bars. You can find them at BuiltBars.com. Use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL and get 10% off an order or $10 off your first order. And just like Sheep, Built Bars have that, like, creamy inside texture. They do. You know, you just... And just like sheep, better when refrigerated. Oh, significantly better with refrigerated. Also low cal, high protein, low sugar. Great on keto or whatever you're doing. Two shillings a day. Hell yeah. Oh, even better. Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, we were like a murder squad or whatever, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you open up your bags and they have 14 shillings a piece for two shilling a day helping them out. So it's 20 pennies per silver, 10 silver per gold. No. 12 silver per gold. 12 silver 20 per silver, gold. 20 pennies per silver, 12 silver per gold. So 240 okay. pennies per gold. Right. Wait. Because it's based off weird English money, I'm pretty sure. Don't say that. <laughs> Sorry for any of our listeners in England. Your money's not weird. Just like a third of our listeners. I mean, just keep in mind that we're in America and we use the stupid cups and... Imperial system. Yeah. yeah the imperial system is yeah. awful. Yo, shout out to Denmark and Norway. Well, we also have pretty considerable listeners there too. Mm, in Australia. And Australia. Uh, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. All right. So, yeah, he throws you little bags of money for the pay. Um, and he tells you he is heading back to Altdorf, but in a few days, he's got to um, figure out new contracts and whatnot now that this shipment has been delivered, basically. So, you're welcome to travel back with him. Be four or five days. He's not sure exactly when. Okay. All right, cool. All right, Joseph. That I understand you have Joseph, some things we'll have, to do. We'll have to see you before you go, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. What's but I got stuff to do. If you got, I, I understand you have things to do here anyway, so I'll see you around. Yes. Carl, you know, pats on the barrel a couple times and has a little bit of a chuckle of this absurd situation. He's like, oh, yeah. And then he winks. <laughs> Oh, we put the top on the barrel, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Bruno was sitting on it, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I, well, I thought that was just to get him in. But that makes more sense. You put the top yeah. on before you make sure he's in. All right, I don't want to yeah. get oiled. Well, we didn't oil his head. Did Bruno fill his pockets with potatoes while we were rebagging them? <laughs> you just see, like, us walking down the street, and he's like, do-do-do, and pulls it out. Crunches into like it an like apple. an apple, but it's a raw potato. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I found out the other day that uh, me eating a, a muffin, like a blueberry muffin, kind of like an apple, apparently is strange to some people. 
What do you mean? You yeah. peel it first or? Well, I mean, like you take the paper slices. off. Yeah. But no, just like eat it, just, like, like holding your hand, take bites out of the, yeah. the muffin. Because most people peel the top off because the right. muffin top is the best part. Eat the muffin top first. Yeah. And then you. I mean, the if, you, if you have to eat it one handed and you can't take the paper off, then you eat the top first and then you just kind of gnaw on the rest of it. I always get weird looks when I eat cupcakes. Because I, I, I sit on it first. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, yeah, I take the paper off and then you twist the bottom off and then you plop it on top. Yeah, you make so a it's sandwich. like a little sandwich. Because yeah. otherwise you're like trying to eat it and you're getting frosting up your nose and you don't get the proper frosting to cake ratio. I, no, I completely agree. Up my nose I can't do it personally. I don't have stage. the manual dexterity. I have Lindsay do it. She gets really annoyed. <laughs> Then she also finds out normally that I'm eating her cupcakes by me walking up to her and being like, hey, can you make sandwiches for me? <laughs> wow. All right, let's roll this barrel. So where are you going? To the constabulary. Or does the whole directions. The, the I guess we should probably do some kind of like gossip check to see if we can find somebody who's willing to do this for us. That oh, makes yeah. sense. Okay. Is there like a a vagabond district? Vagabond district on the east side. I, I'm pretty good at finding these places. Um, I find one. You do? <laughs> yep. He rolled for it. <laughs> I don't know what I rolled. Finding something. Yeah. Gossip. One degree of success. He did a find henchman check, and um... <laughs> so you're you're rolling to a gossip check to find. Hey, where's the shady part of town? Where should I not go with my wallet hanging out? Oh Wait, why are you looking for the shady part of town? I thought you were looking no, for we, like the no, no, we're just looking for somebody who would be willing to uh, make a coin, like secondhand police. You know, as fun as this would be, why don't we just roll it there? You know what I mean? No, I'm mean, just be honest about it. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. No, we have to have at least some plausible deniability. Well, yeah, um, we just found this dude in a barrel. Well, also, we the, had this bounty hunter contract that we found. And, <laughs> and this crossbow. No, that's gone. Oh, Carl has it. Well, yeah, he took it from me. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, now, how did his feet get oiled? And there's going to be a whole bunch of questions like that. Are you prepared to answer those questions? I mean, I will. I did it. And, you know, <laughs> um, I think I think I say the words, listen, man, I got a feet thing. And they take one look at this mug and they're like, yeah, seems seems legit. <laughs> no, I definitely think that we should find um, one of these, you know, maybe uh, sailors that isn't sailing anymore. Right. Needs a little bit more coin for drink. Mm. Should be around the docks here. Okay. Um, and Yeah. Give him a couple coins and tell him to take it to the uh, take it to the watch. Yeah, that's fair. And he's that's never fine. seen us before. I wouldn't use one of the Dumbledores, though, just because like they were all over here while we were getting off the boat and we wouldn't want him to be able to finger us, too. Right. Right. And we definitely don't want to be fingered by them. No. Large stubby fingers. So, yeah, let's let's, you know. So I'm looking at the map. What did you decide? Anything? <laughs> we're going to the place where the um, the. What'd you say? We're rolling the this. ankle balloons. Yeah. What? We got to roll this at least a little bit ways from the dock uh, just so that, uh, you know, somebody doesn't recognize us coming off of Joseph's boat. Okay. Um, and, you know, we just have to find somebody that's uh, a beggar, uh, you know, somebody that's kind of down on their luck. Pay off with a couple coins. Okay. Well, you notice that you'd expect people like that on just about any street. Yeah. In a city this size in the empire. But it. 
seems conspicuously absent of those types of people. Oh, they probably cleared them out or dressed them as sheep. <laughs> Are there any people dressed as sheep? No. Oh, okay. But that does remind you that the Schaffenfest yeah. is happening. So they probably cleared them out for the Schaffenfest. It does look bad for tourism if your city's crawling with people down on their luck. I suppose this is why Joseph was delivering all that wine. Mm. You see flyers all over the place that you kind of assume are about the Schaffenfest. Obviously, you can't read them because nobody can read, but you can learn a little bit more about it. Seeing as we can't find a suitable stevedore for this barrel, maybe again, yeah, we could just place it near enough to the constabulary and then maybe shoot him a note later on once we're out of range. I could bring it there and just let him know. I just feel like there's so much we could learn from turning this gentleman in, you know? In a barrel. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a festival. We don't want to, like, bring a drag a corpse through town. Not in a barrel. It's not that kind of festival. No. It's not it, the, the, you got to carry him in something. Right. Either way, if there's someone that'll do it, let's do it. If not, I'll right. do it. I don't care. I don't think we should go tell them that we put this guy in the barrel, though. I think we should just leave the barrel. I mean, them. we're completely in the right. He's out. He's still got all that foamy, but, you know, junk in his mouth. So, like, if we were to be like, hey, he, like, set our boat on fire and tried to kill us. We captured him. We put him in the hold until we got here and we checked on him. You know, he was all Alka-Seltzered out. And then they're going to yeah. be like, why is that Alka-Seltzer on your finger? Well, he I does have a it. number of other wounds as well. Nah. These stab wounds where Bruno stabbed him a couple times. I did stab him. He's bruised and... That's covered up by his pants, though. I thought we took his pants. No. no, no you no, left no, his yeah. pants. The only thing you left him with was his pants. Oh, okay, good. Ultimately, we haven't done anything wrong. This man has tried to kill us multiple times, and we've defended ourselves. He set me... Or one of his friends set me on fire. We fought back. And we tried to keep him captive, and he gets foam in the mouth. There's no reason why we can't just tell this story and do it. Oh, I completely agree. Good point. Uh, this is Castor Libram. Carl is just like so fed up with this, uh, like all of the schemes. He's just like pushed the barrel and is starting to roll towards uh, the, uh, you know, I'm going to keep going with police station because i'm not going to try that word <laughs> constellationary <laughs> all right you notice there a lot of bogenhofen are like two maybe three-story buildings it doesn't have that cramped confined feeling that altdorf did but a little to the southeast of where you guys docked there are some large buildings that you would pretty especially somebody like carl who spent time in cities would probably recognize as like the town courts very fancy looking buildings so you might figure that would be a good place to find something like the constabulary. If you don't know where it is, or you can ask or you make a gossip check to ask around. Are there like post I guess I could make a gossip check to find the constabulary. Okay. That is a success by one. All right. Nice. Uh, so they tell you that there's the town courts. If you head up the Hoffenstrasse, which you'd have to have to just head down the river a little bit further before you turn east. It's a bit, it's the biggest road leading into town from the docks. Um, or if you want to go all the way to the watch barracks, you'd have to head all the way to the wall going southeast past the Adele ring 
uh, which is where the nobles live, which you probably don't want to go into. You would not be welcome. You can find uh, that. So sounds like option one. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. So you're going to head to the town courts. Yeah. That was closer. So you had, so you roll your barrel down the Hoffenstrasse, which is a pretty wide road. Again, you feel like there should be more people and it just seems a little, not empty, but wait, hold on. Before we head out, Caster, do you want to like disguise yourself a little bit better? Just because we know there's people looking out for you, like wear a hood or something. You should disguise yourself Um, as Carl. (laughs) Oh, that's actually a really good play. That's a really good play. I don't know. Just yeah. You know, people recognize you wherever you go, regardless of whether you're you or not. Oh, why don't I? Yeah. I, Carl's going to like cloak on and like put up the hood part so that at least my face isn't so easily seen. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Now let's go. Hey, is there a post office on the way? Do post offices exist? Yeah, sort of. There's like Imperial Post. Can I like pay someone to write a letter and then take it to the place I want it to be sent to? Do you want to do that now or like while they're taking care of the barrel? I, well, I'll just do it on the way if it's on the way. Worst idea ever. All right. Sending a letter is the worst idea ever? No, no, this body in a barrel. <laughs> I, I've heard worse in games. <laughs> So you challenge roll. accepted. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> why? So you see this building, the the town courts is pretty obvious. It takes up what would essentially be like a block. Oh, the wow. whole thing! It's got a bunch of little like minarets and spires and everything. It's very very official looking. It's big, um, and there's kind of a market square on one side of it. Uh, this place is pretty imposing, but. Uh, with your gossip check, you ask about, you can find out that the the whole building is the town hall and the town courts are on the northwestern, northeastern side of it. Should we just leave the barrel here then? I don't, I don't feel like oh. we should like take it into the courts. They don't, they don't want a body. How about, do you want me to we, go we in? We didn't and- come this far not to get any answers. Do you want me to go in and write my letters and then just ask, you know, where the, the body depository is, or if there's like a warden that can come out and help us or something. Body depository. <laughs> like a book return kind of, right? Right. That's a thing, sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't no, care. I, I think that we should just find a guard and ask to talk to his supervisor. <laughs> All right, Karen. <laughs> I agree, though. We should do that. What are you doing? Oh my god! Flagging a guard down at the town hall. Yeah, sure. You can find a watchman there pretty easily. You want me to do this, Carl? Yeah, lucky by all means. Oh god, oh. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> hey, Mister, <laughs> sir, got a little bit of a predicament for you. Uh, all right, that's my job. Uh, we have a barrel. Yes. Inside the barrel is a dead man. Oh. He, okay. He tried to attack us. Um, we captured him. And but then he uh, he must have had like a a tooth pill or maybe he's allergic to something. But he foamed up at the mouth and and he's no more. So he said he was a bounty hunter and he had this like little slip or whatever saying, you know, that he had a job or whatever. Um, And it was our intent to bring him here after uh, we captured him um, when he set our boat on fire. Um, But, you know, he did something to himself to make sure that he wouldn't be alive when we brought him here. 
But because he said he was a professional bounty hunter, we figured it was kind of common courtesy that we should, uh, you know. Yeah, the 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 watchman kind of like strains up, and he's like, "Oh, like he gets this look, like what the hell?" And he says, "Uh, so where where exactly did this happen?" Uh, on on the Bo- Bogan River. I on the know. river. On the river. How how far up the river? How far up the river? I don't know. Like last was it last night? Yeah. yeah, two days. So before you got into Bogenhofen. Yeah. Okay, okay, good. Well, <laughs> that sounded like they, a logistical nightmare and paperwork all over the place. Well, so we he attacked us a day and a half ago or whatever. Um, he expired some point last night. Okay. Well, thank goodness. If it happened outside of Bogenhofen, it's, it's not in our jurisdiction. It's not something that uh, you need to, to bring to us. So should we bring the barrel back down to the river? Yeah, if it happened on the river, that's the that's in, that the river wardens are in charge of that. Oh, all right. But like, if he's isn't even an official bounty hunter, and he, and he said that he had a bounty here, um, where he was supposed to bring our friend here. So like, when your friend had a bounty on him? No, um, the 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 guy in the barrel had a bounty to bring one of our friends here. Right. So like, will you hold on just a second? He collect he the bounty goes, from you guys. He turns around to go back in the building for a moment, for Please. a moment, or just walk away and not. Do <laughs> well, he, he goes anymore. back into the building that you stopped in front of. Okay. Does he? He come? said to bring the barrel back to the river. You yeah. see him like kind of poke his head into the doorway to look at, like look at each four of you, and then he goes back inside. Oh my god, this is so bad. Uh, I wander off to the post office. <laughs> I think Bruno has a point. Uh, he did say very specifically to take Barrel back to River. Right. I think I think that's a trap. Reward. I think they know we have a body in a barrel, and as soon as we start wheeling this down, someone's going to be like, "Hey, what do you guys got in that barrel?" And I'm going to say, "Well, a body." And then, because <laughs> of course he will. And then we're going to get in trouble. So as you guys are talking amongst yourselves for a minute, he comes back out and he's like, "Well." I don't know who he had a bounty on. I don't have any anything in my records. You guys, his name was seem to check out. <laughs> what was his name? Oh, Adolphus. Adolphus. Who? Oh, About. the guy in the barrel. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. Well, like I said, that's kind of the river wardens are in charge of that. All right. Well, cool. Hey, where's the post office? He points to another doorway. I head over there. Okay. I go in. I right. go inside. All right, so we'll, we'll follow Lucky for a moment. Is okay. everybody else just going to kind of wait outside? Yeah. Chat a little bit, figure uh, out what to do. Uh, so you go inside, it's pretty, pretty typical, uh, not typical, but a pretty plain room. There's a desk, person sitting behind it. There's, I'm not sure what will be in there. Boxes, maybe? No, they would have cardboard boxes aren't a thing. I would like to send two letters, please. Uh, there's like an old woman sitting at the counter with glasses, and she's like, they have them? Nope, I don't know how to write. I need someone to write them to. Oh, all right, that'll be extra. That's fine. How well, much is it going to cost? Where are they going? One's going to 2322 Wallaby Way in Altdorf. Is that John's address? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what you said, right? I committed it to memory. 42 Wallaby oh, Way. Yeah, that one. You were close, though. Okay. And uh, the other one's going to the Dregs Ranch in Kamagalagaberg. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's pretty far. It is. That'll cost more. I mean, how much are we talking total? Two written letters and delivered to both of those places. All total, that'll be 10 pennies. Wow. All right. 
I guess so. <laughs> so you dictate the two letters? Yep. And you know, you know, I expect written letters for this. There will absolutely point. be written letters for this. All right. It costs you 10 pennies. That's actually significantly cheaper than I thought it was going to be. And I'm more than happy to pay that. <laughs> Sweet. Why, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good right. day. I give her the old finger guns and I moonwalk out of that post office. Oh, it's been a while since you had the finger guns and moonwalk. And I succeed. <laughs> what are you, by what two are you checking for when you roll Charm? that? Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a pleasant experience for all told. And you have those letters on the way. Great. I go back to my barrel buddies. Everybody's still just standing around the barrel. I'm getting hungry. Fair. Um, but yeah, if, if we pass a, um, you know, a stall, a food stall on the way down. Stop you don't off. see any around here. Bogenhoff, it sucks. Yeah, I was really expecting in a big city like this to be able to find a place that had like a really like a dense, you know, like protein brick that I could have that might be like low cal but high protein. <laughs> also low sugar. <laughs> built me up. Kind of like a built bar. Kind of like a built bar. But you're saying there's not one of those here. No, then this seems like a place where it normal you'd normally be able to find that. Huh. Oh, maybe yep. all the vendors move to uh, the Schaffengebrest. Ooh. Schaffengebrest. Is that on the other side of the river? No. Oh. It's on this side of the river. Yes. Oh, good. Do you think he's going to actually report this, or can we just leave this barrel here somewhere? I feel like I, we did our due diligence. I want to say we could leave the barrel, like, not, like, directly in his line of sight, but maybe around the corner. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> you good with that, Caster? So, just, like, out of character for a moment, this seems... Fairly whack to just leave a dead body around. <laughs> right. uh, Carl probably would not be okay right. with that. Out of, you out of character, though, right? Yeah. I would definitely suggest that we put the barrel back into the water in the river so mm. that the river wardens could find him. And again, that's in their jurisdiction. So as long as the river wardens would find him oh, in a barrel oh, in the river. Oh. So, so you're saying put the body in the river. Yeah. So, how <laughs> does anyone remember when Mina say, oh, we should just throw him in the river? Just right, but now it. we have the jurisdiction to do so. And we didn't you have the to throw everything into the river. Yeah. <laughs> the river will take care of it. The river always that takes care of it. Hasn't let us run. So, I do, believe, <sighs> I do believe Castor brings up a good point in that we don't want to leave a body in a barrel because we reported that we had a body in a barrel. So we want to take the body out of the barrel and probably put it in something else and then leave it somewhere. Just put the barrel. Uh, I don't I don't know if that's quite of a fair interpretation. (laughs) All right. Well, can we let's just bring the barrel back then? I don't care. Let's just get it done. There's a festival, guys. As a reminder, out of character, there is another reason you came to Bogenhofen. You were going to Bogenhofen in the first place. Oh, yeah. yeah to get an inheritance. Right. Just wanted to remind you of that. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of money to be made here. Yeah. No, I, like I, I'll just dip back into character. I, I think that we need to find out what's going on with this guy to get a better handle on the the whole inheritance situation and maybe learn something about what we're getting into. Actually, you're right, because especially while we're in this particular district, we need to get the affidavit thing, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think so. Honestly, you guys have been more invested in this inheritance than I have. That's probably <laughs> fair. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm really good at talking to bureaucrats. 
uh, who would most likely write one of these alpha Davids. So how about uh, we pool our money together a little bit because uh, it probably takes a little bit of money to get one of these things. And then I will go into the town hall and uh, procure our affidavit for us. No. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> you can. <laughs> no. Mina, I value your leadership. <laughs> You can find out price of affidavit first, and then we can all pitch in money. But I am not just giving you money again. Oh, no, that's fair. All right. Yeah. I'll, here, I'll uh, go figure out how much that costs. So I think that we can all go together to find out how much it costs. Oh, that's fair. Who's going to stay with the barrel? <laughs> Do we bring the barrel? <laughs> Carl is like getting a workout today, just <laughs> rolling his barrel everywhere. <laughs> He did make quite the show of those guns, so he needed to put them to work. Mm, fair. Would it be okay if you two went to get the affidavit and Carl and I will go take care of the barrel? Sounds good. It, if I end up yeah. in the stocks or in some kind of dungeon, you put your potatoes down and you come save me. Well, if, if you end up in the dungeon, I, I should be there as well. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound reassuring at all. Are no. <laughs> we splitting up? Splitting up the party so always works real good. Time. Such a bad idea. <laughs> hey, here's the good news. At least we're going to do the one thing that would put us on a whole bunch of people's hit lists. So, <laughs> well, wait. Should Carl go with you to get the affidavit? Because yeah. the affidavit is is for for Carl. Oh, mm. That is and then Mina you. knows the river, so Mina should come with me with the barrel. Yeah, I think that's probably a lot better because then Mina's not near me. <laughs> and honestly, I was very intimidated about going into any place with her. Is Lucky getting scared of Mina? Not has he been scared of Mina? Yeah. <laughs> Mina has killed multiple people in front so of him. So many people. Yes, oh, my God. It's true. Because you killed two in that last fight. Yeah. And then you've kind of finished off. Well, and I was yeah. totally macking it on that one out. girl, too. And then she just slaughtered her and threw her <laughs> body in the river instead. I, I do have four Hello Kitty stickers on my sword. So <laughs> watch out. So, yeah, me and Carl are the most level headed here for sure. So we, we will uh, go see what it costs to affidavids. All right. And Mina and. Carl, no, Mina oh, Bruno. Mina Bruno, yeah. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, it's just like yogurt and oatmeal. Mina and Bruno are going to take the barrel somewhere. To the river. For the river wardens. Where Mina said to leave it in the first place. Okay. Okay. Let's follow Mina and Bruno first, real quick. All right. Maybe real quick. I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> I'm not going to do any of this. Go back the way we came. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely. I'll roll the barrel uh, until we get to a point where it might even like even out or go a little bit uphill. And then I will instantly tire out and ask me to. to. Luckily, fair. Bogenhofen is pretty much flat. Well, like you said, if it's uphill or even, <laughs> even flat, just like my sister, Edith. <laughs> so I'm assuming Mina's going to take over pretty quickly. Yeah. So where are you rolling it to? So you go head back, back up the Hoffenstrasse. I just like saying that name. Yeah. Um, so back towards the docks. Okay. Maybe something like 
more towards the edge of the duck, like towards the, we don't want to be like in the middle of everything that's happening and then just like sploosh, you know? Right. Cause the Hoffenstrasse is basically right smack in the middle of the town. Yeah. So we're going to head north towards the, where the Beverly was docked or head uh, it's not like straight up and down through the city. It's at an angle, but, and then what about like the, the flow of the river? Right. Right. What direction we, does it flow north to south or south to north? Asking the hard question. South to north towards the sea of claws. So let's go to the north side. Correct. Yeah. And are there any like docks that are maybe jut out a little bit further than the others? Or aren't sure. being used? The further you get from the Hoffenstrasse, the less busy it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, a little more bare, but you're getting closer to the like watchtowers on the wall. That's the further right. you head north. Okay. That's all right. You just want to like clue in and yep. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, yep. keep an, I'll keep an eye out. Make sure okay. nobody sees right. us. Aren't there like gates on both sides of this waterway to be able to get in and out of the city? Isn't They're it down. just going to go around in this pool for a while until someone fishes them out? Uh, typically, the the chain gates are down. That's like for defense of the city. They'll bring them up so they can't be attacked on the water. All right. So you just kind of plop it in the water off the end of a dock and try to fly casual kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, totally. All right. Oh, Dan's rolling dice. Okay. Okay. All right. So boom, and then you just like. Walk away, or do you like quickly walk away? Or I mean, do you stay you there never walk away quickly. Right. Talk about conspicuous. You got to whistle, at least. I mean, Both make a you, cool check. You got to moonwalk and finger guns. Duh. I mean, that's true. If I learned anything from Lucky. Three degrees. Yo. Wow. Four oh. degrees. I'm so cool. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. So, Bruno! You get three degrees. I have four degrees levels. of success, yeah. Oh, that's one yeah. thing I want to talk about is that we're kind of using the old nomenclature we have been the whole oh, time. gotcha. We'll try to say success, success levels, levels. Instead of degrees of success. That's what it was called in the second edition. I just can't break uh, that habit. But So to clarify, my cool is a 50. I rolled a two. I just want you to know what I rolled. So that would be four success levels. Sounds like, like five. 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 But it's like, it's not, I didn't, okay. You just used the front digit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you had five success levels. Five. Bruno had five. Three. 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 Supernumerate here. <laughs> Can I give him some of my success levels? No. Oh, so you, on. so mean is the one that actually pushes it over into the water and you just like, you know, shrug your shoulders a little bit or whatever and then just walk away. And Bruno's like, <laughs> He's like whistling super loud and weird and he like walks way too fast and he's like sweating bullets. <laughs> That's because I'm walking so fast. Yeah. <laughs> immediately at, by the time you get back to you, the end of the dock back to the land, you're like, because <laughs> <laughs> you're walking quickly. Then you get a couple of weird looks from people like, oof. So what are Lucky and Carl doing? Carl is going to go along with Lucky to these headquarters and say, Lucky, you've you have dealt with bureaucrats. I I seen your license. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping you can help with this. Uh, to be honest, I'm not so great with dealing with educated folks. Well, here's the good news: if we fail with the educated legal people, there's always uh, a less salubrious route. Nice. Don't like the sound of this. Let us hope that official means will work. Yeah. So you're going going right back in the post office. 
The post office? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to talk to that charming young lady and ask her <laughs> where we could go to get uh, an affidavit of identification. Well, the town halls right across the way. Oh, great. Thanks. Yeah. Then I moonwalk out the door. <laughs> I fail. <laughs> no, you're slipping. You like stumble again. Zero degrees. Zero. What's the not success level? I think it's negative success levels. Zero negative success levels. <laughs> okay. And then we go over the, to the place that she told us. So you're going to head into the town hall. Yeah. All right. So you head in and the, it's the, you come to like a, this big old lobby, but it doesn't look very comfortable. Like there are a couple chairs about, but they're just plain wooden chairs. And there's like a wall of, of like counters with like kind of like cubicles. You can go up to and talk to different clerks, but there's only one. And That's he's sitting there at like a big, he's got like a big ledger in front of him and he's got a big old quill and he's writing in it. Hello, sir. Uh, he just like holds up a finger while oh. he writes. Oh, sorry. And he just keeps writing. I just wait. Like a minute passes and he keeps writing. Excuse me, sir. He holds up a finger, keeps writing. Another minute passes. This <laughs> way. Hey. Excuse me, sir. This time he doesn't. He just shakes his head and keeps writing. Is there someone else that can help us? Shakes his head. Keeps writing. Just you. Keeps writing. I've been told that I have a proclivity to make people unproductive. And <laughs> I can guarantee you that you will probably get significantly more done after I have been dealt with. Make a charm check. I failed by four degrees. <clears throat> he holds out his hand. While writing. Palm up. I put a penny in it. He like pauses for just a second to look at it and he goes <clears throat> and then he puts his hand back out and keeps writing. Carl, do you want to help me out here? <laughs> yeah, Carl's gonna like look at Lucky and just kind of shake his head at him and then puts a silver shilling in the man's hand. He stops, he pauses again, and he looks at it and he nods. He puts the quill in the ink pot and he looks up and he says, how can I help you, sirs? And he pockets the uh, money. My, my associate, uh, forgive me for his intrusive nature, but he is here to assist me with some documentation. Okay, sounds good. What kind of documentation are we talking about? We're looking for an affidavit of identification. I think it's called. For? Um, you know, the me, him. Caster Liberum. Hello, says Caster Liberum. Caster Aloysius Liberon. That's what I said. <laughs> Where I'm from, we say middle names first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he says, well, can't be doing that right now. We have too many clerks out for the Shopping Fest. We have three or four days, and that's something we can certainly figure out for you. And we need it. We're only going to be here today, though. So, I mean. He shrugs his shoulders. He's like, sorry. He picks up the quill, and he starts writing again. <laughs> I mean. I can mean, return. We're, our boat is not back to Altdorf for a few days. Carl's just kind of, you know, put his hand on Lucky and kind of motion us to get out of there. <laughs> um, sir, it, not to be too direct, but you're obviously a busy man. I am obviously a man. Um, <laughs> can you just kind of ballpark us uh, what it would cost to get this done today? He shakes his head. You can't ballpark us. Or like he puts the 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 quill back in the ink pot and he looks at you and he says, unfortunately, we have too many clerks 
busy because of the Schaffenfest and we will not be able to help you for three or four more days. And then he takes the pill quill again and continues writing. So like one gold? He shakes his head and just keeps writing. I mean Lucky. Yeah. Let, uh, let us let us return another day. All right. All right. I'll be back, friend. And I moonwalk out of there. <laughs> no finger guns this time? No finger guns. He doesn't deserve them. He hasn't been very nice to me. He took, <laughs> he, he took a losis as money. <laughs> Got a middle name basis now, huh? Well, yeah. We're buddies. As soon as we get outside, Carl is just going to like visibly exhale from being in what is a pretty stressful and seemingly deceptive situation for him, even though we accomplished nothing. <laughs> You're like, phew, that was close. That was a close one. Carl, I think maybe because you are so intimidating, he was not willing to work with us. I think I can get what we need from him. Uh, I'm just going to need about 350. I, I think that I have learned from watching our friends that leaving you with my money is not the best idea. <laughs> I don't understand what that means at all. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go find Bruno and Mina and maybe we can find out if they learned anything from the river wardens. I think if you don't trust me with your money, but you think they actually spoke to the river wardens. All right, let's go. <laughs> where did, did you guys have a, like a plan where to meet up or something? No, no. So um, we should we, prob- yeah, we should probably look for the most fragrant smelling food cart, and I, I'm pretty certain that we will probably find Bruno there. <laughs> so we'll jump back to Bruno and Mina real quick. Where would so after you drop the the barrel in and Bruno huffs it out of there, mm-hmm. and Mina walks casually away. Where do you go to the bar? I mean, I need a drink from all that hard work. Mina's not a drinker, but she agrees. All right, all right. I mean, you're in a city. Lots of bars. Where where are you gonna go? The the one that smells the best. <laughs> uh, which one uh, looks like it has a uh, a decent eel pie in it? Go to that one. Good question. Are you going to go to an establishment that is along the long road that like you got directions oh, to yeah, go yeah, down, yeah. or are you gonna explore and the find Hoffman a different Fest. place? I think we would stick to that road. What's that uh, road again, Dan? The Hoffenstrasse? The Hoffenstrasse. Hoffenstrasse, yeah. Um, your best bet would probably be make a gossip check to ask about and find where you could get a drink. Give me that hot gossip. That's, that's nope. Good. Yeah, see? Bruno's good at something. <laughs> and it all has to deal with fellowship. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got okay. uh, we passed that with you, one degree. You passed that? Again, fellowship's I, his best stat by a lot. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Goodness. Mina's like, where do I get a drink? And people are like, eh. and Bruno like, and he asked somebody. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you find out that you know all the taverns and whatnot are still open, but really, if you want a drink right now, the Schaffenfest is where to get it. Can we right use your skills? Find out where the heck the Schaffenfest is. I mean, where do we go? Could we just see where all the people are going to, or uh, is there like a central place for this? Well, you can, you can, I'll kind of roll over that, that gossip check. You can ask them where the Schaffenfest is and they tell you, you head straight east. Yep. Out the east gate. Schaffenfest is wrapped around about a quarter of the city. Ooh. Outside the walls. Anything that uh, would be particularly of interest at the Schaffenfest. 
Well, if you got livestock to sell, the last day of the Shopman Fest, it's tax free. Ooh. Otherwise, we- there's beer tents. There's, I guess, there's a guy wrestling. There's a there's a Zucopia. Is that something to eat? No, they've got like cool things on display. I heard there's a weird goblin. Ooh. There's right. um, you can buy herbs. There's a pharmacist from up up. Oh, I think she's from Weisbrook, actually. Um, all kinds of stuff. There's a fortune teller. Oh, Bruno, we should get we should get Carl to wrestle. Oh, and we should see if that uh, pharmacist is uh, Lucky's dad. Oh, okay. 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 So should we just, we should probably find the others before find we the head others. to the Schaffenfest. Find a drink, find the others, Schaffenfest. <laughs> Bring it with you. All right. Pop into the closest uh, inn, tavern, drinking establishment, get a road soda and rock <laughs> <laughs> Does Bogenhofen have like uh, New Orleans rules where you can just walk down the street with an open container? Right. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's like everyone in the empire. Nice. <laughs> as long as you're not belligerent, people don't usually care. Oh, we should introduce them to that uh, that game of uh, belly bouncing. No. Brandy bounce. The brandy, brandy bounce. bounce. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. What um, skill would you roll to forcefully make yourself vomit brandy on somebody? <laughs> Uh, endurance, maybe, mm. or consume alcohol Ooh. to like control it. I'm Ugh, d- gross. decent with endurance. So. so you guys are heading towards the East Gate. No, we want to head up the Hafenfessa. Right, yeah. So you go down the Hafenstrasse, takes you past the uh, the Hafenstrasse, leads to the town courts. <coughs> yep, and okay. that's like basically a big square around the town courts, yep. and then you can um, straight on through, straight through to the East Gate. Yes, yeah. boom. See, it's on the way. So as you're heading through, you go down the Hafenstrasse, you go past the town courts, you see Lucky and Carl make their way out. And as the four of you meet back up, you um, feel like you've accomplished something today. And if you're down and you get your fortune points back. Sweet. Yeah. And then episode 14, we're going to head on to the Schaffenfest, it sounds like. The Schaffenfest. The Sheep Festival. Yay. It's my Schaffenfest. Hell yeah. much for listening why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the professional casual network has to offer including season one of the space between presents i saw a tiger which follows the netflix smash series tiger king and details the acid washed antics of joe exotic carol baskin jeff lowe as well as others this season we're taking a deep dark dive into the four-part netflix docuseries jeffrey epstein filthy rich big fiction energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lanny, the Girl Without Fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A grim podcast of perilous adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through The Enemy Within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and JB try to survive the perils of the old world. And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. Join him while he financially ruins his partner Tim and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, 
a totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked that, Tim. You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram at theprofessionalcasual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professionalcasual. Twitter, we're at top tier casual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash professionalcasual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny? They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content, all of those things. 